두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Fucking other. Yeah. I've been living in the K hole. K pop hole. Living in the K hole. You know, in, um, in the pain hole. The whole pain. Rest in peace to Jean Luc Godard. He would have loved this podcast. I know him. Yeah. All old French guys love podcasts. Mm-hmm. He loves movies. His podcast is about movies. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure he loved the kind of movies we watch. You know? You'd love our astute criticism of these films. <laughs> Giving us a lot of credit. He'd especially I'm, love when we do some bad stuff about women. Yeah, that's a little. Which we're, we're that's gonna that's something old French men love. Who's saying bad stuff about women. I have a lot of bad stuff to say about one specific woman in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Cock Johnson. Yeah, well, we'll get into this. We'll watch the Red Notice this week. Uh, before we talk too much about it, I just want to talk about Dwayne the Rock Johnson's fucking raisin head. What the hell happened? HGH really did that. The guy, no favors, did it. He's all natural. Okay. He says he is. Um, yeah, yeah right. I think mostly he just got old. Yeah, we watched Red Notice. We said, I added that thing that we were going to watch Blonde, but apparently the... Oh, you, I, I didn't realize the episode. I didn't realize you actually added it. Yeah, the premiere for Blonde was the 16th, but it's got like a limited theatrical run, you know, for like, I don't know, cool people. And it's not actually going to be on Netflix until the 28th or something. So that is fucking two weeks away. We watched Red Notice. Uh, this is Content Sewer. I'm Tiger's Kyle. Tiger, Kyle. I mean, that's Sean. I don't know. Uh, I animal based. He doesn't have. Uh, doesn't have a cool nickname uh, yet. Uh, That's not a Wu Tang reference. Yeah, but otters are real cool. They got they have the little human hands, and they, they they chirp at each other, and they smash clams. They smash the shit out of clams with rocks. You know who else smashes clams? Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do too, but, you know. Yeah, I missed the opportunity. Too late, mm-hmm. dummy. Um, you, uh, I've been trying to get look at, um, you know, real Clams? jobs for adults oh. lately. Okay. You know, like realist jobs. Mm-hmm. You noticed, um, so what is the Arizona economy and probably the United States economy as a whole? It's just, it was just running on emails and phone calls. That's yeah, all oh, people do for jobs. Yeah, it's 100% service-based industry, basically. Is what what the... F- yeah, like, there, I can't find any jobs where, like, um, I do anything, you know? <laughs> it's like, you answer the phone and stuff is all the jobs that people are offering around here. Yes, correct. That's right, you got it. That's okay. it? That's, that's it. all that's going <laughs> You answer the emails, you answer the phones, you answer the web chats. 
What else no do you one's need? making things anymore. Well, like, I mean, you can't make. You, know? you can go to work at Honeywell, right? There's a factory. They do something. They make something. Mm, right? They manufacture uh, shit for weapons. I think, right? Oh, they do all kinds of stuff. They do fans. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. oscillating fans. So who knows what they're building down there? I don't really. I don't really know. But could be weapons. I don't think so because I don't think you need any kind of security clearance. Well, yeah, just all the jobs are like fucking. Yeah, you sit at a desk and uh, you answer the phone, respond to some emails. I'll be honest, that's way better than uh, than, <laughs> than working in uh, the sun in 110 degree weather, lifting things in the box trucks. I mean, yeah, it, for sure. I mentally, guess it sucks, from, but just body wise, for most people, yeah. I just um, unfortunately, I don't know if it's like adult ADD or autism or whatever, just whatever's wrong with my brain in general. Unfortunately, based on past experience, um, I can't probably do office jobs without self-medicating. And by that, I mean doing drugs and drinking, which is bad for me. So That's, uh, that's everybody in an office job. Yeah, but <laughs> a lot of the people seem to be able to, like, stop <laughs> Keep it and function. Yeah, and it's not like me, like, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't. It sucks. Like I don't think I can do a job like that, unfortunately. Because I mean, like, I know all jobs suck and stuff, but um, yeah, I just like can't be inside in one spot for eight hours doing like uh simple boring um, tasks like that. Like I could never fucking. Me. There's no way in hell I'd ever be able to do it in an actual office again. I could do it remotely working from home, but and, and if I split it up in chunks. I fucking, there's no way in hell I could do it for eight hours straight in a fucking office. I'd kill somebody. I don't think I can even do it at home in like, I'd have to do it in like five minute chunks. Take a call and then uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to take 15 minutes, guys. Yeah, I'd never hit the, those eight hours. Not possible. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what happened. I used to be fine with it. And then it's like, no, I wasn't. Every time I had a job like that, I just started drinking again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a bad sign when you're very close to a panic attack every time you go to work every, every day. I mean, that's like, I didn't like it super. That's the thing about it is I didn't get super stressed out about it. It's just like the repetitive, mindless nature of it. it would like, I'd be like, well, fucking. I can do this fucking drunk as hell. I'm going to get drunk as hell. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking take a few Zanny bars every couple hours, see how it goes. Help people with their fucking IRAs. No problem. Not anymore, though. I guess I'm getting kind of old, though. I probably shouldn't get a job that's too physical, because then I'll end up with a bad back like you and mom. But, uh, you know, fucking... I think it's the only thing I can do. I have to be... No, I mean, honestly, I think the solution is to get some sort of, like, uh, creative job in your case, but good luck with that. Yeah, they don't give you money for that. Yeah. Well, someday they'll give us money for this podcast, right? That's... That. <laughs> I don't know, jobs are fake. No, they're not. You answer the phone, you answer the email. That's fake. Oh, that's not doing anything. Yeah, you're helping somebody doing something. You know, they well, yeah, you're making money for something. They lock themselves some out of their, their password account. Yeah, you're, oh, you're, you're already ready to have a panic attack. You can see it. Yeah, we can kind of, at Starbucks. They unionized one of them out here, didn't they? <laughs> and they closed that one. Oh, fuck. 
Oh well, I'm hanging in there. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll make it work. We both used know. to work at Starbucks, and that job fucking that was one of my the hardest jobs I ever fucking had. And it's not gotten any easier with fucking TikTok and those goddamn uh, oh the the pirate macchiato unicorn rainbow drinks. It's like what pirates booty? Yeah, fuck off. Um, yeah, it was it is a hard job. I kind of liked it though, but I like I've liked like line cook jobs and shit too though. Where you can just like get into the flow of making shit. Well, I mean, that's one of the things is like if you, uh, it isn't necessarily the same thing. Yeah, unfortunately, with Starbucks too, there's a lot of customer service. You don't get to just make drinks, you know? If I could have a job where like all I did was like uh, some sort of like a machine, I just made the drinks. (laughs) Okay. You know, the thing about those jobs is that uh, they're getting machines to do them. Well, also, I saw that line cooks were, um, that's who COVID killed all of them. <laughs> like that's who was dying was uh, like the cooking staff at restaurants. And stuff. Yeah, that is a shock because they're all of fucking in terrible fucking health to begin with. That's crazy. And I guess they're probably in close conditions. I probably couldn't do a line cook job again anyways because then I'd have the same problem where I'd probably start doing drugs and stuff. All so the other line cooks. Yeah, it's fun to party with the boys. Uh, fuck. Oh, fuck jobs. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an artist. This is what I do. Welcome to my art. <laughs> it's the content sewer. Ah. Um, lately, I've, you ever have a dream that, nope. like... Never dream. It's just ruins, like, you'll, you'll get down. Just ruins your shit. Yeah. Like, you, I just straight up have, like, desert, desiderium from a dream I had yesterday. Because, like, I dreamt about a person I hadn't even thought of in a long time. And I was like, damn, I guess maybe I am really lonely. Fuck, man. What's the deal with brains? Can't get a job. Having dreams hassling me. Maybe I should get on drugs or something. Yeah. Like, uh, real drugs or uh, the kind doctors give you? I guess the kind doctors give you. I just started taking Xanax again, right? That'd probably be okay. I don't know, maybe. Just Xanax. <laughs> I was doing pretty good then. I, like, crashed my car, got in a fight, got stabbed. When I was doing Xanax and selling them all the time, that was probably one of the, <laughs> definitely one of the peaks of my life. So I think I just go back to that. All good things, you know. I don't see not a single low in there. Hell yeah, good things come in threes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of good things, I watched uh, Thor: that Love and the Thunder with the kids, and good lord, that movie fucking sucked. Um, did it suck as bad as Red Notice? Probably yeah. right. It's real close. I think I would rather watch Thor: Love and Thunder again, but. It's not, it's not a clear cut one. Oh, is it um, really gay? I heard it was really gay from Taika Waititi and uh, Natalie Portman. They said it was super gay, a super gay film for the queers. Um, um, I think it's gay in the same sense that Randall from Clerks the Animated Series would use the word. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, well, well. It's interesting, huh, that, you know, if everyone's just desperate for Disney for some reason to provide them with yeah, gay content. Uh, I, yeah, gay I content. think, I, I mean, I guess but Valkyrie is, is gay in it, right? Valkyrie's gay, and there's a little good Korg, the rock man, is gay. I don't know, they, Ty could I, say it was super gay when he was asked at a fan screening. So. I don't know. How much you lie to us? It's super bad. You know, it was just a mess. What was the point of that movie? What's the point of any of them? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, that's the point of any movie, really, to be honest. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like... No one focused, Taiko Watiti. He's too busy getting his dicks, his dick sunked. 
<laughs> by Rito Aura and Tessa Thompson, right? Remember, there's pictures of them. It's like, oh, are they a throuple? That's pretty hot, though. Good for him. He, like, divorced his wife, doesn't hang out with his kids anymore, and just, like, he has sex with the uh, babes and, like, pretends to be uh, queer on the internet. It's good work if you can get it, I guess. <laughs> It's the, the wife Kyle uh, hopes to one day attain. Hell yeah, that's fine. All apart except for not seeing his kids. I don't think he plans that way. I don't plan on having kids. I'm not a breeder. I'm afraid of having to take care of anyone but myself. Uh, yeah, fucking content sewer, baby. We're watching all the Netflix original films. We're getting there. We're getting through them. We're making swift work of all these films. Watching them week to week. Uh, we watched Red Notice, which of course stars Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and The Rock. Um, did you The Rock in this film? He specializes in art crime. Oh, is that what? That's it? my favorite. That's my favorite line in the movie. Art crime. In the very beginning, when I, I just, the, the Interpol agents like, uh, "Yeah, this is The Rock. He specializes in art crime." Art crime? Wow. Like obviously we did no research on this man. We didn't check his credentials at all. <laughs> I was thinking uh He just showed up the paper that says FBI art crime. Like, yep, sounds good to us. This movie is art crime. This isn't art crime. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie is art. You know? This no, is my art. Well, it is art crime. 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 Speaking of art crime, uh I guess Grand Theft Auto 6, a bunch of shit leaked from it. I don't care, but uh, what's interesting to me is all the people that are in the industry video games are like, oh, this is this is so terrible for the, the developers and the artists making the game that they leaked it and blah, blah, why? blah. Like, why? In what way? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, yeah, what, why what is it bad? <laughs> how does it yeah, hurt you guys know. in fucking all, really, honestly? Like, fucking yeah. explain that shit to me. Yeah, I need to... <laughs> yeah. I don't get it what they're... And it's also, anytime there's any criticism of the video game industry, too... They always but <laughs> think of the, the, the developers and the artists that worked hard on this video <laughs> game. Like, no, pay them. Don't I don't give a fuck. It, like yeah, their job sucks and they made a yeah, shitty video game. The fucking they, art they guy doesn't give a shit it. about this getting leaked. You know what he wants? A fucking bonus. Yeah, they always deflect any criticism of the industry, like, well think of the the poor developers and it's like, Yeah, I do. That's why they should fucking unionize and you guys stop making five hundred million dollars piece of shit video games. Oh well, everything's terrible though. I watched. Uh, we'll talk about Red Notice eventually. It was terrible too. I fucking hate it. But I watched um, uh, uh, document. So K-pop, right? Whenever there's new K-pop groups and they have a little bit of success, the the the, the their entertainment, the entertainment companies will like make a documentary about them. It seems like it seems pretty common for there to be K-pop documentaries about the groups. Well, that's, yeah, that I mean, that, really shit, that happens with uh, artists in the U.S. now, right? There's a big, they have a new release and yeah, they yeah, come yeah. out with a fucking documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched one for uh, one of the K-pop girl groups. I can't remember what the name yeah, is now. They're all the same, right? Huh? Kind of. <laughs> but uh, I noticed because I watched a few of the 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 K-pop documentaries at this point, and there's always a an ongoing narrative. Like the main thrust of the documentary is always like, look how much you know strife they overcame and all the work they put into to achieve their dreams and blah blah blah. And it's like that's true, but like all the hard work and strife they had to overcome was like bullshit that they didn't need to. Like, <laughs> like you didn't have to have them work sixteen hours a day. So they could release a couple like disposable pop songs, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> they didn't have to like not go to school and not get enough sleep or not eat enough and be psychologically tortured by some entertainment company to release a pop song. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they I did work really hard, but that system doesn't need to exist. It's like completely necessary suffering. What if that's the reason you and I have failed in this podcast? We're not putting in 16 hour days doing I, essentially fucking nothing. I don't know. <laughs> Cardi, do you think Cardi B is putting in 16 hours a day? When she fucking when she released her first mixtape, do you think that's all she was doing? For the same fucking song? Yes. Oh, for sure. She's working on those beats. <laughs> yeah, it's just like wow, they've achieved so much for their art, and it's like oh my, it's, to me, I was thinking about it while I was watching it. Uh, this kind of we can we can bring K-pop and video games together, right? Because um, K-pop and video games both contain a lot of art elements, right? Like the choreography design, the the costume design, the stage design, the music itself, etc., etc. These are all artistic elements that exist in K-pop, right? But the finished product is just like empty consumer entertainment, right? Just like video games. (laughs) Just like Red Nose. (laughs) Yeah, just like Red Notice, it's I've I just don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> Everything is it's just like it, this perpetual engine that's built on human suffering for the singular purpose of making some asshole richer, right? Like the K-pop industry does not need to operate the, the way it does. Not the American entertainment industry doesn't need to operate the way it does, where they just scoop up like young rappers and put them in 360 deals where they're basically like indentured servitudes servants for record companies for a few albums right i remember like even just like a decade ago or 15 years ago the internet made it seem like it was gonna be it was like it was about to be like the new frontier of independent music right but they fucking they found a way to make the internet just only to push certain content so they could rest get back the reins of power you know what i mean and the same thing with streaming. Fucking Netflix is part of it, too. Like, there's just a cultural drip feed of shit that they want you to see, they want you to listen to, and blah, blah, blah. And everyone has to go be a part of that machine if they want to achieve any type of artistic dream. Like, all the K-pop girls and boys, all the fucking new actors, new writers, you know what I mean? They have to be part of this fucking stupid-ass machine that just is getting more and more powerful and, like... Needs this, this apparatus must be unearthed. <laughs> it's a li- it's a living machine. It's got a brain. It's like Tetsuo the Iron Man. It has like a hive mind of a bunch of rich assholes. <laughs> and another thing, I it was New York Fashion Week this week, right? And oh great, they, who cares about fashion, huh? The fucking models don't even get paid. They have to spend money to walk. This fucking bullshit. Fuck this, everything. Fuck everything, especially Red Notice. Gal Gadot, she was in the IDF. She just <laughs> fucking... <laughs> uh, so it was directed by uh, someone named Rawson Marshall Thurber. Um, what? That's a name? Yeah, that's his name. He directed... He, he, what, which Civil War general was he? You remember uh, Dodgeball? Oh, yeah, the real underdog story or some shit. Yep, true underdogs. That. I think it's true underdogs. He directed that. Oh, okay, that was an okay one. Uh, Skyscraper. He directed that. I don't remember that one. Oh, wait, that was the other rock one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He did, uh, We're the, Mir- the Millers. Do you know what that is? Oh, it's, uh, Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston. It's not a bad, bad little comedy. You know, oh, if you're okay. bored on a Sunday, that's, that's a fun, that's a fine movie. 
Okay, so he did those, and then he did Red Notice. Yeah, I don't. I'm um, not put him. That was not. Yeah, I don't. He's not. No, not an action guy. Uh, as so you can say. A, oh, you know, I'll, like, I'll say better than Gray Man. Man, I actually don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so the Weird the Millers doesn't have any intricate set pieces or anything like that that would indicate that he would go on to make an action comedy no. spectacular. Mm. No, not really. I mean, so I'm sure someone will argue with me, but no, there's not really mm. any big set pieces there. Dodge he also Ball, wrote it. He wrote World of Millers? No, he wrote Red Notice. Maybe oh. he wrote World of Millers too. Let's check. Nah, he didn't write that shit. It was some other guys. Yeah, well. Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne the Cock Johnson. Who do you think has the more excruciating, curated uh, public persona? That's Which one do you think is more annoying? Ryan Reynolds or The Rock? I think it's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I think it's I think it's The Rock because just every fucking time he has a movie come out, he won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, but there's and then he gets so, so mad when they're reviewed poorly. Like I'm waiting for Black Adam to get bad reviews and him to throw a fit. Well, there's something about since The Rock is at from least, at least professional from, wrestling and uh, he just he really is always out there just cutting promos off and like trying to bury. <laughs> I mean, he's in professional shit. I like kind of understand it more, whereas Ryan Reynolds is um probably just like the most annoying person that I can think of. <laughs> Deadpool and he's he's like balls and fart. And <laughs> I fucking I can't stand Ryan Reynolds, but yeah, the yeah, rock's up there for sure. Like that video he released recently, where he's just like Superman's one weakness is magic and Black Adam. He's magic. <laughs> so are you Superman or what the fuck are you talking about, man? Is Superman in the movie? Are you gonna fight him? What are you gonna do? They say, yeah, he's cutting a promo on Superman. Oh, I guess he's probably. There's a rumor he's coming back to uh, wrestle Roman Reigns or something at WrestleMania or something. That's his cousin, man. They're not actually related. <laughs> you know, I guess weird fake cousins. No, uh, well, like it's. So the Samoan thing is like they're all his granddad granddad is blood brothers, not like biological blood brothers, but blood brothers with the original Fatu, like the grandpa Fatu, I think the like patriarch of the Anawai family. So like they're not related, but like they are kind of related, you know, that type of shit. I don't know, but wrestling, how did the rock? Here's the thing. We've been on and off fans of wrestling through most of our lives, right? Yeah. But, like, there's an element, even when I was a kid, there's an element of, like, this is ridiculous, right? For sure. But it's it blows my mind when shit in wrestling becomes mainstream. Because shit that's cool in wrestling is not, like, legitimately cool to me ever, right? Like, Stone Cold was interesting in 1998 but like he was that that yeah, shit like wasn't he, cool you know like that guy walking around town would not be fun you don't want that one you don't want that be just mean, like <laughs> fuck you. and the rocks catchphrases and shit I remember they was so like apocryphal in like junior high yeah but like if you met but, the people kids that actually stupid. walked around yelling that shit were dumb as fuck yeah but like it was if it, it got into the mainstream and it was lame Wrestling the shit that gets cool in wrestling is always fucking lame, but somehow it gets into the mainstream. And you know why that is? It's because everyone's fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Red Notice is the most watched film of all time because everyone fucking sucks. 
this is one of the uh, movies where um the the rotten tomatoes between critics and and uh fans is wildly divergent this is one of the movies where it was just like the cherry on top of my week to perfectly just just a, a landslide of me hating everything about the time period and society I exist in. Like I was born in the wrong generation. And I don't mean it like, oh, I would have appreciated the fucking Pink Floyd better than you. I mean, I should have died in World War II or some shit. <laughs> yeah, because you would have loved the fucking World War II generation. <laughs> yeah, man, I wanted to, or World War One. I, I wanted to diarrhea myself to death in a trench. I know. I think I said it before. I'm the type of guy I should have died in like a knife fight in the 60s or something. That should have been the early 60s doing grease or shit. Shouldn't have lived long enough to see this shit to see fucking Red Notice or K-pop or VTubers, streamers in general. <laughs> Old man and yells at Cloud. They've seen the greatest of my generation care about the stupidest shit. There's <laughs> <laughs> not enough Easter eggs in the new Star Wars show. Ah, god damn it. What's the point? Why would I watch it? It doesn't have Glup I mean, everyone loves Glup He's the best. Remember when he's like glub glub. Remember when they in Jabba's palace and he's like, <laughs> except for that's salacious crumb, right? Isn't that that's yeah, the you got guy's it. name? You fucking dork. Hey, you know what? I'm the, the king of the nerds because I've that's the thing is I've I've moved on moved on I've beyond moved beyond the, <laughs> no, the that's the, the whole thing though you have it the entire fucking podcast is just about how nerdy you are about fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, but I've moved on to greener pastures. That's what I mean. I'm a different kind of nerd now. I've ascended. <laughs> moved on Star Wars. Me now and, it's all about me and Martin Scorsese over here. That's right. We're both the, we're both the film preservationists. Remember, I talked about it before. It's me, me and Scorsese. Me and Marty, as I like to call him, since we're, we're basically peers now. We're the only people out here preserving real film. He's like doing like the you know the really hard work. I'm just down with the shit, so. putting on my external hard drive. Yeah, 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 I'm just saving them for later, you know. I watched. Um, I just, we're gonna get to Red Notice. We're gonna get to Red Notice. Don't worry about it. I watched uh, Ringo. Yeah, you were talking about the last week. Oh, did I? Well, I don't think you actually talked. You said you're going to. I don't think we actually talked about oh, it. Yeah. I I kept falling asleep because I'd watched it when I was going to bed because the Ringu obviously a comfort movie for mm-hmm. a guy like me. Yeah. But yeah, I kept falling asleep. Finally finished it this week. Like sat through and watched the whole thing. The Gore Verbinski like remake, the American one, it's pretty good, right? In your opinion, you'd say it's a pretty good movie, right? Yeah, it's not bad. I like. I can always think of the second one with it. the fucking deer, and then I'm like, fuck. Uh, I I don't I haven't seen that one since we saw it in theaters when it came out. Didn't need to be revisited, I didn't think. Rewatching Ringo for the first time in like a decade. It's it's still a better movie than Gore Verbinski's because a lot of the good shit in Gore Verbinski's is just taken directly from taken straight from Ringo. And then also like the aesthetic of uh the American Ring is cool, especially because oh it's in Seattle, it's raining all the time, everything's gray and like kind of grayscale. But then it's cool in the ring, but then remember it went on to become like a color palette for horror movies for a little bit. And mm. you still see it quite a bit with like digital film where shit's just gray. I think the ring might be kind of partially responsible for that. The American ring. That's why the Japanese one's better. Also the, the didn't, sun didn't in ca- didn't cause any the American ring is like, so 
so Yeah, it should be the dad. Yeah, Yoichi in the Japanese one is like he's kind of weird, but he's still just kind of a regular kid. He just you know can see spooky stuff or whatever, and but he has like kind of normal relationship with his mom and all that and his grandpa. So that's nicer. And then also, yeah, her baby daddy ex-husband in the Japanese version is also a spooky guy, right? And so, like, it makes more sense how they're able to solve the the mysteries and why Yoichi's kind of strange because his dad is strange. But in, like, the American one, that little boy was just strange and annoying, remember? <laughs> I got cat things. Yeah. Oh, no, that's in, in the grudge. Oh, shit, did I confuse the two? Yeah. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> I don't remember what any of the American characters' names are, but I remember the Japanese names because um, they just you know they stand out more in my memory. But uh, and also specifically, remember uh, so the movie starts with the two teenage girls that get they get ringed right. Yeah. Sadako comes and like scares them or kills one well, of them. One, the other girl is insane from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one is one girl says seven days wrap. The other girl seven days just starts. Right? No, so she, the other girl, she just she goes sees crazy. The, the girl, the ring girl. Yeah. And then, so it turns out that girl that died is our main, our heroine's um, niece. And then they go to the funeral. And in the American version, um, little boy, little spooky boy is wearing like a little spooky boy suit, right? He looks like an undertaker or something. But in the Japanese one, this is why the Japanese one is better. Spooky uh, Yoichi, he's got a little short shorts <laughs> and long socks. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> yeah, like he's a little formal Japanese boy, and that's uh, I think that's like funnier and cuter. So that's why <laughs> well, that's the important version is better. Yeah. <laughs> just got a goofy little short shorts. Uh. Also, the Japanese ones from like 1998. So um, for some reason, like late 90s fashion is like more interesting to me than like mid 2000s fashion. You know, if that makes sense. Nope. Whatever. Also, um. I forget what his name is. I'm going to look it up. Uh, okay. Baby Daddy in the Japanese version is also handsome guy that's in um, yep. Sunshine. You know that one. Yeah, you know uh, Danny Boyle Sunshine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's I don't know that's anybody's cool, names. That's, so good luck with that. That's, uh, that's better than uh, than uh, whoever the dude was in the American one. Was it even anybody we should know? I don't remember who the fucking lead actress was in, in the ring. Oh, it's, um, you know, the Australian lady that, um, is, uh, <laughs> she's also in some David Lynch movies. She's in the Twin Peaks, The Return. Oh, man. <laughs> See? I don't what her name? What the fuck is her name? Naomi Watts. That's who's in it. It's Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts? Her name. Naomi Watts. And uh, Baby Daddy is Martin Henderson. I don't know. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> was he in Red Notice? He's in Smoking Aces. And he was in X. I don't remember him being in X. Maybe he looks different now. No, I would expect to see him in anything. Well, I don't know. Sometimes actors get to continue working. <laughs> I don't no, know why. I don't know. I don't remember the guy's face from the ring. Why would I remember him from any other movie? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Red Notice. Red Notice. Okay. Um, Gal Gadot's in it, too. Wonder Woman herself. She doesn't uh, rape any men in this one. 
She rapes men in movies? <laughs> Isn't that the whole argument for Wonder Woman 84? Because there's a body switching scene, and she has sex with uh, with uh, Steve Trevor uh, in <laughs> someone else's body. So she raped a dude. Oh, I don't know enough about Wonder Woman 1984, but it sounds like it's worth checking out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hiroyuki Sonata, that's the handsome man I was thinking of. He's in Ringu and Sunshine. And he's in 47 Ronin. And he's in Speed Racer. Oh, whoa. Is he Speed Racer? And he's in The Wolverine. Remember that? Remember that one? Mm, is that the one where he goes to Japan? I think, yes. Which is the one that leaked without finished um, special effects and shit? I think that's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> that shit rules. <laughs> that, that had Ryan Reynolds in it, remember? Yeah, I remember watching it, it with you beautiful. and you see the weird-ass CG coming through. I'd rather watch that again, I think, than oh, <laughs> Red Notice. I would rather watch X-Men Origins Wolverine, too. Because it's got Damn, Lee Shriver in it, just chewing scenery up. He plays Sabretooth. Oh, I'm, I'm your brother. I'm your brother, Sabretooth. I'm your brother, me, Sabretooth. What happens when you put three attractive and charismatic lead actors in a movie with a cookie-cutter plot? I don't know, because that's not Red Notice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the people actually find The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, or Gal Gadot charismatic? Yeah, for sure, people do. So the Rock you don't you don't get the like, kind of work that Ryan Reynolds and The Rock get without people thinking you're charismatic. Well, the thing about The Rock is like he's charismatic for like a professional wrestler, right? And as as already uh, established, that's a different kind of charisma. Yeah, it's that's it's kind of weird. It's not cool. Um, you hear Gal Gadot is like a vacuum of charisma. I don't think she has any charisma. <laughs> She's and pretty then, or something. Ryan Reynolds is uh, annoying. He's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think if I ever liked a Ryan Reynolds movie. I think you loved him in Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, there's got to be good movies he was in. I feel like at some point he was in a good movie, right? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't think of one. But, yeah, there's got to be one or two in there. Blade Trinity. Yeah, it's not one of them. All right, we'll start from Two Guys, Girls, and Pizza Place. That's when his career really took off. National Lampoon's Van Wilder, Blade Trinity, Amityville Horror, <laughs> the remake. I don't remember it. Smoking Aces, Waiting, um, Adventureland. There you go. That's well, That was a good yeah. one. Good little coming-of-age movie. I think the only thing I particularly like about Adventureland, though, is... Uh, Little dame called Kristen. I knew Stewart. you were gonna fucking sit there. <laughs> <laughs> Just standing around, looking awkward, staring off into space, being nervous, chewing her tongue. She makes me. There's something about her that I just turn feral when I see her. I just whoop like an ape. Just and clap my hands. <laughs> I watched, um, You're just like, just like Edward, a straight up vampire man. Mm-hmm. I watched Crimes of the Future again this dude. week. Um, Crimes of the Future. Uh, this is I, it was like the pinnacle of Kristen Stewart, her appearing in Crimes of the Future. I think because she basically like she just plays like the horniest woman who ever lived, like the most nervously horny woman, and it's perfect for her her style. <laughs> That's her, her entire uh, mm. attitude, just nervously horny, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Fucking rules. Um, not the best Cronenberg <laughs> movie. 
by any stretch of the imagination crimes of the future but it's pretty fucking cool so far it's like pretty close to my favorite movie this year oh uh, yeah we uh, red notice right we gotta talk about red notice, red notice. <laughs> there's a notice here and they're red it's red <laughs> red notice uh what is it about huh the art thieves and shit huh the movie starts off there's oh a chase oh my god it's so fucking stupid there's a chase. I love kind of, the, the movie starts off and it's like, hey, we're going to give you a dump some exposition on you about fucking eggs. Well, also, there's um, CGI cars driving on Rome. Yeah. It's really cool. I love all the, like, I don't think they're on location for anything in this movie. I love it. It looks like a Marvel movie where everything is just a CG like background. Yeah, but it's worse because the, they, they, could, they could go to Rome. Yeah, like, what do you think the budget was for this shit? Like, I think it was five dollars in a in a pizza slice. I shouldn't. What did like? Because I like, bet it was I, made during yeah. COVID, and they couldn't. They didn't wait. That's that's probably what it was. They didn't shoot on location. Filming locations: Rome, Italy. No way. But they jet set in all across the world. No They're in Spain. They're in Sardinia. Uh, let's see what the budget was, because like. I feel like if you're gonna oh, two hundred million dollars. Oh my okay. god! How much does the so rock get? You got two hundred million dollars, and your movie is supposed to be like jet set and all around the world spectacle type shit. But apparently, Tom Cruise is the only like living actor left alive who realizes like you should probably actually do this shit, right? If you're gonna spend two hundred million dollars and it's gonna be like some big spectacle movie. Actually, you should actually go film it on location and do like actual stunts and shit. But no, nah, not the fucking Netflix. They said no, two hundred million dollars. I don't know where you're gonna spend it all on because it's not on marketing. It's probably not. It's not going to special effects because they don't pay them. It must have all gone to our heroic trio, right? Because it doesn't show in the movie. Fucking the Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot got paid so much money for this, and they're, so? they're they're definitely making a sequel. Well, yeah, they set it up at the end. Remember, he's like, "We gotta steal another thing," and we're friends now. All three of us were friends because movies. Because um, movies, that's movie magic. Hey, remember that huge swerve we did in the last act with the Rock? He's actually a bad guy. The oh time. my god! <laughs> just awful. Just, <laughs> just, just terrible. No, no, they showed you how it made sense. Yeah, because remember when they were dancing? He secretly said, "I love you." That was the tip off. Yeah, oh, here's a screenshot. Remember she when she first greets them in uh, the Russian prison, and she's got red bottoms on. She's like, "These is red bottoms. These is bloody shoes." These are my red noses. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know what's what tipped me off that The Rock probably wasn't um, FBI man, but I, I was able to square it away in my imagination when they were making the escape from um, the Russian prison. He's gleefully killing other law enforcement agents. But then I was like, you know what? He works for the FBI, though. These are Russian guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like subhumans to him. He doesn't care about them. But I, little did I know, he actually didn't care about them because he's, uh, no, he doesn't actually work in art crime. He's an art criminal. So he does work in art crime. Yeah, it's true, but he makes the crime happen. He doesn't prevent yeah, he's the not, crime. He's creating the crime, not preventing the crime. The opposite end of the art crime. That's from what we were. What was we're the? Talking. What do you think the fake egg was made out of? That uh, Coca Cola destroyed it. Sugar. <laughs> it's cotton uh, candy. Really? I don't know. But Coca Cola destroys anything. Plastic, copper. Um, yeah, I feel like it soaks in it for hours. <laughs> it's aviation grade steel. 
you know, if you, you just think about it, you, you can use Coca-Cola to clean a penny. What do you think it does to your insides, huh? <laughs> How long does it soak my insides? Soaking? My well, insides then, are real gross. So, I mean, they could use a good soaking. Also, I think the acid in my stomach is stronger than Coca-Cola. <laughs> Have you ever soaked a penny in your stomach? Just to find out. Yeah, it comes out clean. Cleaner. Oh, man. I can tell you from the time Ryan swallowed a penny. <laughs> It doesn't. It comes out, out covered in doo doo. Way dirtier. You <laughs> get rid of the doo doo. You got yourself a brand new penny. Uh, you see, they're making a Squid Game reality show. Yeah, I saw that. Like they announced it like two or three months after the the, the actual show, and I'm like, oh, they're casting for oh, it now. Are you serious? You, I'm gonna sign up for it. I thought about signing up for it too, just to submit my um video about how stupid the fucking idea was. No, I'm going to submit a video about how desperate I am for a million dollars. And they're going to be like, damn, he's just like, uh, 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 he's like Squid Game. Yeah, this is just like Squid Game. That's what they'll say. It's like, wow, it's like Squid Game. I'm going to be like, yeah, uh, I need the money to take care of my ailing family. And I'm in, you know, debt from gambling. And, uh, fucking, I got to take care of my estranged daughter. And I just can't stop gambling. And <laughs> he's perfect for Squid Game. We gamble more. <laughs> Do you think they'll be able to get um like E Jung Jae or like Ho Yan to um host it or something? You get some stars from the, from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gong Yu is gonna come in I and just, do it. Come on, guy! Like really? We're like, I just so <laughs> fucking. You know what sucks really, really, just really terrible about it is um the showrunner man uh gave his blessing. Well, no shit. They threw a dumb truck of money at him. You piece of shit. You fucking made a movie about the horrors of capitalism. And as soon as you got a chance, you said, fuck it. I don't believe in any of that shit anymore. Well, I mean, remember when it first came out? He's like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be a sequel because it's really hard for me to write. And then Netflix's Mm. like, we're doing a reality show. He's writing a sequel, too. Let's go, bitches. Yeah, Um, I mean, um, of course. Capitalism. Someone should write a show about that. Uh, what about capitalism? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's get uh, Huang Dong Hyuk. He can do it again. He's a successful Squid Game. <laughs> do it again too. Have him do that shit again. I can't. I just. I mean, yeah. Obviously, capitalism consumes everything and repurposes it and stuff. But like, how? It's too on the nose it's for just, me. It's too on yeah, the nose. It's, it's just getting so comical. Okay, let's actually do it. <laughs> I wonder, what if they actually kill people for <laughs> Oh my god. We're still a few years away from that. Yeah. What is, uh, is it in Running Man where they, they, they have that TV show that's just people getting attacked by dogs or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't wait for that show. It's how long can <sighs> you survive? The longer you survive, the more money you make. No. Okay, Red Notice, Red Notice. Yep, Red Wait. Notice. Okay, um Red Notice, Red anymore. Notice. I'm talking about that movie enough already. Uh, uh okay, so uh Gal Gadot's in it. She's <laughs> constantly outsmarting everyone, right? She's, yeah, she's the, the, the smartest cunning she's art thief to ever thief art. A lot of the movie doesn't make sense once you realize that her and the rock are working together. Yeah, but the the swerve, the twist. Oh, oh man, it blew my mind. Oh, 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 my God. When Harley Dwayne Johnston arrives at Soto Vocha's Vocha 
masquerade party, he hands security invitation with a QR code on it. If you pause the scene and scan the code, it brings you to an unlisted video with the movie's bloopers. Oh, wow, bloopers, guys. Oh, 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 you want to see Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Rock Johnson have a real good time together, except for there yeah. being two separate green screens? Think of the media integration. Wow. <laughs> the part of the bunk bed scene where Dwayne Johnson pretends to sleep was improvised. Okay. That's cool, huh? That's... Oscar for that, man. That's like fucking Bill Murray on the set of Ghostbusters. Get that shit out of here. Dwayne the Rock, Rock Johnson, Johnson improvised sleeping on a bunk bed. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. In preparation for filming the Porsche chase scene, Dwayne Johnson got stuck trying to get into the car due to his massive frame. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you I'm mean the, the freaking Porsche scene that didn't ever actually happen? Like the only shot they needed was him getting into the car, most likely. Because <laughs> then after that, it's a fucking CGI Hot Wheel. Fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. Shit. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. <laughs> Rock Johnson. What's that character in Hellboy? That's some Lobster Johnson. Oh yeah, Lobster Johnson. Oh, here's a, uh, I got a screen capture of this from a letterbox post that someone did. It doesn't have anything to do with Red Notice. It's something someone posted on Star Trek Into Darkness, but I think it encapsulates, like, kind of just the problems with media in general, movies, TV shows, streaming, just, you know, all the doo-doo, all the doo-doo and detritus that we're sifting through here in Contents here. Uh, Abrams isn't a man so much he's he's an an avatar of cultural entropy. If you make something popular enough, eventually you will die or sell it off, and a person in thick rimmed glasses whose main artistic vision is that he loves to have meetings will take it and sandblast it until it's nothing. <laughs> I hate to see this happen here, but maybe it's good that this happened. Maybe every franchise should collapse into a version of itself that makes shareholders nod and shake each other's hands. We should learn to speak in a language that rich people who don't dream can't comprehend. Squid Game! Squid Game! Squid Game, Red Notice, brought to you by Squid Game, Netflix. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. I hope Grimes does a song that's like, Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. She got got some plastic surgery she's posted about it on Twitter. She's kind of probably like, Elon Musk. No, she's dating uh, Chelsea Manning or whatever, kind of, or something. They're smashing clams. What? It's so fucking... Weird, sweaty, rich people. Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's crazy, but like for some reason, I'm still much like Kristen Stewart. I go feral for Grimes. Nothing <laughs> about her. You know Something about I, that. Weird. I respect Kristen Stewart a lot more than Grimes. You know why? Because Kristen Me Stewart, too, as far but... as I know, never been around Elon Musk. I mean, she, yeah, Kristen Stewart is probably like ten times better than Grimes. But I'm just saying, go absolutely feral for feral for Grimes for some reason. That little weirdo. She's what's she doing and then all these weird CGI music videos. Being crazy weird. shit, man. Rock crazy. Johnson. She's always wearing the weirdest shit. So hot. That's hot girl shit. <laughs> Real hot girl shit. Rock Johnson. Oh, Red Notice. I forgot about Red Notice. Um Ah oh, shit. Uh the Beastie Boys, they're good for a second, they're gonna play the Beastie Boys, right? And you're like, oh how cliche it's the fucking Beastie Boys and there's gonna be a car chase. But then he crashes into a van and you're like <laughs> Also how cliche <laughs> expectations subverted. Yeah, that's irony, huh? That's uh that's what you would call irony. Mm, maybe. 
No. Listen, y'all, it's a sabotage. Listen, well, no, actually, th- a that, sabotage. Is a, that is like a perfect uh, example of irony, right? Mm, dramatic irony? Yeah. Um, listen, all y'all, it's a sabotage. Red notice, red notice. It, uh, all right, 6.3 on IMDb. Most watched film of all time. How many hours was Red Notice watched? A million hours. I know it's an hour and 57 minutes. 328.8 million viewing hours. And the movie's about two hours long. So that means... Oh, holy shit, six billion people watched it. <laughs> That's correct. No, seven and a half billion people. How, um, what's the Earth's population right now? It's definitely not 10 billion, but 10 billion people watch this movie. Some people from the future watched it, and I'm counting that. Um, the staggering amount of time Netflix viewers spent watching Red Notice. Oh, staggering. Dude, this is why the Netflix and chill meme like blew up so much because you sit down to watch some shit on Netflix and you're like, we need to just start having sex. I can't watch this anymore. Well, I need to do anything else. I go to yeah, sleep. It's, what are we, laundry, what's going on here? Do my taxes. Hey, you know, the people don't agree with you though. Cause let's, let's talk about Rotten Tomatoes. Critic score. 36%. Yeah, they're right. right. Uh, audience score. 92%. <laughs> Everyone's fucking lame. They just love the rock. They love fucking Gal Gadot. Yeah, a five star verified review. Lots of twists. Some different types of plot points. Everybody is pretty to look at. Some serious action shots and funny throughout. All in all, a fun night out. That's right, a night out. It was great to see in the big screen and well worth the money in the trip, in our opinion. It's like everyone is pretty to look at. It's this is. It's not even like this is like George Clooney. And Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts and talking about Ocean's Eleven, obviously. (laughs) I mean, like a dumb, stupid pop movie, but at least it's like fucking these are beautiful movie stars with tons of charisma and shit. It's Dwayne Rock. It's Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. They suck. How dare you talk about Dwayne Rock Johnson? (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, I mean, maybe it's just a, <laughs> the Zoomers love Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot. I bet that's what it is. That's got to be what it is. Yeah, Probably it's just because I'm old now. Yeah. You're not a touch the kids. Yeah, I just don't understand the appeal of Gal Gadot. Uh, Tom Cruise, Nicholas Cage, and Keanu Reeves were considered for a part. Which part? Probably, uh, it says Cage was nominated by Dwayne uh, Rock Johnson, so probably uh, whatever um, Ryan Reynolds' character is. Oh, there's no way any of those guys would have done it though. They have integrity. Tom Cruise is the craziest man alive, but he does have integrity about making films actual spectacles. Yeah, that's probably about it. Very true, but you know he's a real Buster Keaton. Real Buster Keaton. You know, he's <clears throat> let's, let's slow our roll here, you know what I mean? He's he's pretty great. He's not Buster Keaton crazy. Until he puts a, it on the line. Yeah. If I, was a, if I was if I was a performer in a pornography, I think my name my name would be like Buster <laughs> Cheekson, like because I'm busting cheeks. Get it? Yeah, I hear you. Get it? Yeah, I'd be like, hold up, wait a minute, that pussy ain't shit till you get some Buster in it. That's what I'd say. Buster and then the, the fans would go crazy. 
All the porn <laughs> fans. And they'd be like, Rock Johnson. They go to that. They go to the, you know, you can go to like those porn um, festivals where you get to like uh, take pictures with the porn stars, right? And they'd all come see me and they'd be like, ah, oh, busted cheeks. Busted Fucking cheeks in. Depressing. God. And I, oh, and I'd, my, I'd, I'd really lean into it too. So like there'd be, um, like you know that famous Buster Keaton uh, stunt where he throws like the railroad yeah. um, plank to you know knock the other one in place so the train keeps going. I'll do like a similar thing, but what I'll do is I'll throw I'll throw a bitch, and she'll land on another bitch, and she'll flee into the air and land on my dick. I right? yeah, I don't see any reason why that wouldn't work. <laughs> oh man, I like um. It was fun to be to use misogyny, misogynistic language for a moment there too. When you said throw a bitch yeah. into another bitch, she bounced yeah, up there. A bitch into a bitch. It was like um, I like usually don't talk that way, but I get it. I get the appeal <laughs> of it. It was a nice change of pace. Uh, well, we're canceled. Just mm. much like hopefully Red Notice uh, sequel. Oh, they're making a sequel for sure. Uh, I oh, just God. read that um. They estimated that um, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and The Rock each made about twenty million. So that's only sixty million. There's another hundred forty million left over. What they spend that on? <laughs> uh, craft services, I imagine. I guess yeah. They must have had the good shit. Looking they had pickled Sundays. eggs, pickled eggs, and Fago, just like the Gathering of Juggalos. You know, if you go to the Gathering of Juggalos, there's a woman there that would spit in your mouth for five dollars. You know, I can get that for free at home. Yeah, but what if you might get COVID? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at home you don't have the threat of possibly getting COVID from it. I, I mean, I kind of do. Any other kind of like, you it's know. It's not the same level diseases. <laughs> Hold up, wait a minute, pussy ain't your shit till you get some buster in it. Well, you know, are we watching Blonde um, next week? Because I'm done talking about Red Notice. No, it's not out yet. Is it out next week? It's not, it's not out until the twenty eighth, apparently, on Netflix. Well, what are we gonna watch next week then? God damn it! We're watching Velvet Buzzsaw. I already did the random thing where I randomly selected a movie. It's Velvet Buzzsaw. It's the dude that made Nightcrawler, and it's also got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Nightcrawler from the movie Nightcrawler, not Nightcrawler from X Men. I watched the trailer for it. It looks kind of interesting. I think it'll probably be better than Red Notice. But then again, what isn't better than Red Notice? I give it a one out of ten. I hate this yeah, movie. Real bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, uh most nothing piece of shit. Why did this ever get made? How is Ryan Reynolds a movie star and I'm not? I don't. I probably. Did, I don't. I haven't sucked enough Hollywood dick, huh? You just weren't in two guys a girl in a pizza place. Two guys a girl in a pizza place, and you know, just uh, suck a little dick in the pizza place. Yeah, I mean, definitely uh, one of the worst movies to watch. Grayman, ridiculous this sex. I mean, like, even Ridiculous Six is more endearing yeah, to me than Because they, went, they went out there and tried something. At least, like, you know when you watch the Adam Sandler movies, like, him and his friends are hanging out having a good time or some shit, you know? And it's the Sandman, so you're like, oh, I'm glad Sandman's doing, you know, having fun. This shit is like, don't make this shit. $200 million? <laughs> are, you, are you, bitch, are you for real? People are dying. Yeah, you making this shit? I'm glad you didn't film on location anywhere. I'm not. Like all in a fucking warehouse on green screen. Let's imagine what you could have done. It would have fucked up Rome. Hey.
Tiger's Kyle here again. Uh, last few minutes of the episode got cut off for some reason. Fuck it, it don't matter. Just wanted to tell you guys to go to VHSKVLT.com to look at the other podcasts. You can donate to the Patreon. Please let people know about this podcast. Tell your friends and family, whoever you think might be interested. You know, everyone loves Netflix except for us, but people would love to hear us complain about Netflix, I'm sure. So just keep recommending it. Clip this shit, put it on TikTok, do what you got to do. You put it in the work. I don't want to do it. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw next week. Have a good week. Don't die at your job.